this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated for mature audiences and may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. The safety stump speech. Today on Safety Wars. I'm often told that I should have a safety stump speech. Sounds good, but I tell you, one speech ain't enough. Like on our previous episode, you need to have all this stuff prepared ahead of time. You need to size up your workforce, get to know them, then deliver a speech. A canned speech is exactly that, a canned speech. It doesn't motivate anyone unless they are into canned speeches. Here's the problem with most of the ones I hear. They sound great, but they're not believable at all, and usually they get very preachy. It's a common fallacy to think that what we find interesting, other people will. We think, well, what motivates me is what motivates others. It ain't true. I got whacked over the head because of this from one of my former ministers. So the lesson is... Find common ground. Find out what motivates the workforce and tailor make that speech to the workforce. Some other stuff you want to avoid from these stump speeches, but it's all according to what situation you're in. The mention of family. Why is that a problem? That is great when you're dealing with a middle-aged workforce with kids. What if you have a workforce right out of high school or prison that can't relate to that? I work a lot of folks right out of prison. Going home to family sounds great and it works for me, but for not for many workers. It's also very hackneyed. Think about this. What if someone hates their family? It's more common than you think. An alternative to all of this might be, hey, how about a loss of income? Unfortunately, everyone likes money and it can be a good motivator, although not the only one. Religion. Be careful of this. I use this one only when the person's religious beliefs are congruent to mine and we know each other. HR may have an issue with this, but for a one-on-one -on -one motivational talk, it might be just the thing you need. I did use a variation of the golden rule one time. I had one guy named Bogdan who did not want to work safely and told me, I am not the foreman. I will not tell anyone or correct anyone because it is not my job. He did this to cut me down in the middle of a class of about 40 people. I knew him and I asked, hey, I said, hey, uh, Bogdan, does your son still work here? He had a 16 or 17 year old son working for the company summer job type of thing if he was doing something wrong that would get him hurt would you want someone else to point that out to him he said yeah i said so if you expect that of your co-workers why wouldn't you want to reciprocate these men or women are someone's son father brother sister mother spouse whatever after this little speech here he was one of the biggest supporters of safety and remains so today. The bottom line, find out what motivates your workforce and go from there. Again, I was prepared for this and I had this prepared way ahead of time. Here is another situation I had to face many times. A normal dumb speech would not work. And here I was pitting worker against worker. It's a very high risk endeavor. I was hired to come in and help a company with a situation. They had a major catastrophic loss. One of the root causes, and I hate that term because it's for machines and not people, was that the corporate culture was against safety. C-suite wasn't against safety, at least to my face, but the workforce and mid-level managers were because of that servile safety person that I was replacing and the dictator that we always complain about. The fact was that they were looking at severe penalties from this situation. Lawsuits, OSHA citations, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I led a couple of safety audits. We would call them learning teams today, and 
The vitriol, the hatred, and the negative comments I received were unbelievable. This is the situation. You have a workforce that is against safety, against working safety, a little bit machismo, as they said in another age. They are risk takers. They want to egg someone on. That means urging or encouraging someone to do something that is usually foolish or dangerous. It was encouraged by management, especially the mid-level management, not so much the C-suite. How do you think I handled this? I took on a very high risk way of dealing with this, but I thought it was worth the risk and the rewards. I had the workforce in a room. I told the management to be ready with what they were going to say, and I would give them a great segue. I asked them to stand up, look to the person to their left, look to their person to their right, look at the person in front of them and behind them and say their name out loud. They thought it was hysterical. And the looks I got were like, well, where is he going with this? This sounds stupid. Once they calmed down, I then asked them to ask the person to their right, will you pay my bills when I get hurt because of you encouraging me not to work safely? I also had a couple of questions that I won't share for them. There was a complete silence in the room. Then I asked, why are you listening to them, encouraging you to not work safely if they're not going to pay your bills or handle any of your other responsibilities? Does your coworker really care about you? Why are you listening to them when they are telling you to do stuff, that same stuff that caused last week's catastrophe and will likely cause another one? People were pissed to say the least. But in me pissing them off, I gave them something to think about and talk about. And believe me, they're still talking about it. I said something that they could not plan for ahead of time. I did something that most people would not do, and guess what? I was successful. I kept that client for another 11 years, and I still have that client. The manager then gave the folks a talk that changed things, hopefully for the good. That was one of the beginning steps to change the corporate culture significantly. They have not had any major bumps in the road, and their TRIR dropped below one within three years. They also had the lowest TRIR, total recordable incident rate, in the state of New Jersey for their NAICS code. That's quite an accomplishment. I still hear comments on that situation from almost a decade ago. The management said that no one ever had the balls to put them in their place. Eventually, most of the mid-level managers that allowed these situations to manifest were replaced Others became better managers. You see, the safety stump speech does not have to be a speech. Just an insightful, non-confrontational, non-wise-ass answer or comment may be a series of questions. Your world can change in a dime, and words mean things. Make sure they are the right ones. That's how we're going to win the safety war. For Safety Wars, this is Jim Polzel. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.